guys, welcome back. Uh, we're really lucky today that we have Dan Schramm and Adam Young on the show with us. Boys, how's it going? Going pretty good, boys. Doing well, everyone. Thanks for having me. Super stoked for this one. Yeah, um, we're really happy. You know, both of you are big NHL guys like us, so we're excited to talk about the upcoming season and you know what we're excited about or nervous about. We're also going to let Corey talk uh, during this one, which is unheard of. Corey, how's it going out in Denver? My camera is still broken. <laughs> He's a dog. Hey, guys, what's up? Dirk here. Just want to take a quick time out to talk to you about Conway and Banks. For blind hockey players, hockey bags are one of the most important pieces of equipment we own. I've got to tell you, there aren't many bags out there that can match up to this one. The hockey bag by Conway and Banks not only rolls, includes ventilation, it also has a contrast color bottom and my favorite feature, interior bag compartments. Imagine having a hockey bag so well organized you can find anything you need in seconds with or without vision. Conway and Banks have partnered with the Dented Puck Foundation to bring these amazing bags to the blind hockey community. By using the link in our bio or the code DENTPUCK10, that's D-E-N-T-P-U-C-K-1-0, on the Conway and Banks website, you can save 10% on your purchase and it will help support the foundation. <laughs> um, I'm going to just start off by saying this. I, I'm pretty sure I've told all of you that I didn't necessarily want Chicago to get Bedard because I thought that it was going to push our rebuild up too quick and we were going to ruin his career. And then I watched him play at the prospect camp, and now I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, that guy <laughs> oh, made God. all of those poor kids look so silly. <laughs> really? It's a beautiful thing. Nice. <laughs> did, uh, did anyone else see any of his goals? Because he scored a hat trick in his first. I think Fantilli did, too. Um, yeah, that the um, the one from the goal line was just silly. He was what outside the hashes at that point when he shot that, yeah, yeah, and just yeah, I mean his release is his release is nuts. I've been watching him play for the last two years out in the WHL, so welcome to the party. Yeah, uh, man, I'm well, and I I think I was also impressed because a lot of our other prospects looked really good, and I think Colton Doc is a Thunderbird, right? Yeah, was yeah. Colton Doc was a Thunderbird. You actually you got uh, three former Thunderbirds on that team. You had Colton Doc, Kevin Krachinski, and Jared Allen. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'm excited for the Blackhawks future. I think we're still gonna be bottom of the league. Uh, but I think it's gonna be fun to see Bedard play. I think it's gonna be like Edmonton with McDavid, just having a really fun player to watch. Uh, even though it may be an abysmal season. Um, but it, it renewed my love for the Blackhawks uh, and gave me some hope for the future. So I'm all for it. But I think all of your teams are relatively, I don't know, set, except for, unfortunately, Dirk. Um, yeah, pretty much. And Bruins <laughs> Bruins got hit hard this offseason. season. Yeah. Yeah, Bergeron retired. That that kind of hurts, but I, you know, it was coming. He, he wants to be, spend time with his daughter, and she. I think she's a senior this year, so it's basically the last year he can 
spend with his kids. So, so he's out, and I think Krejci's gone. I know Taylor Hall got traded for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I like I like Taylor Hall. I thought he had a good home in Boston, but I guess I don't know why they ended up trading him. But I guess you never know. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. We'll see how uh, how Marshan does as captain. So. <laughs> you think you think they're not going to give it to Pasta? Didn't Pasta just sign I, an extension? I think no, they already they, named him as captain. No, they gave it to Marshan. They oh, already they named, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they he's did. captain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm assuming Pasta on Facebook. I did too. I didn't think that he was actually. I saw you know, so those Rat King memes all over Facebook. Those weren't just memes. It was real. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought because I thought I saw it on the official. Yeah. No, I'm 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 100. I'm almost 100 sure that he was named Captain already. Is not named Captain. What? Has <laughs> no. not been named. That's. I think that we've had this same conversation like three times, and he has not been named Captain. There is an article that said, "Will Marchand be new Bruins captain?" But he is not. There you go. The Rat King has not been crowned yet. He hasn't been crowned yet. I think Pasta is the better the better choice. I think Pasta is the correct choice. Well, either way, you can't argue with the numbers Marchand puts out. Now he's in the box a little less, and he's on the scoreboard and on the score sheet a lot more. And he's the best penalty killer we have, and he's one of the best in the league. At it's been a penalties. little while since he's licked anyone, too. Yeah, he's, 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 he's counting it down. Yeah. yeah, if he gets bored of the rules, he'll, uh, yeah, it's he'll called just the Martian rule. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but then you got Adam, your your wings added some pretty good pretty good guys this offseason right they added some good ones and then there was some question marks so i don't i don't know i think uh eiserman's still kind of like he's wanted to beef up front but then he's just kind of filling in holes in the back end so it's gonna be should be a better year if everything goes if uh kit pans out puts up another 30 40 goals that'd be awesome larkin finally gets a guy that'll pull the trigger we got a couple of big kids coming up. Uh, the back end is just going to be awesome because Cider's one of the most fun defensemen to watch. Dude just hits like a truck. He thinks it's the 90s still. <laughs> yeah. But, just but yeah, it's pretty good. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, well, it's, Some of the signings, though, I've confused me, though. Like signing Reimer, signing Hull, signing... Goss despair. I was kind of like, "What is, <laughs> what is going on? Why are we wasting money?" But we'll see. I mean, Eiserman knows better than all of us. Look what he did with Tampa. So fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Hall's really gonna provide some grit <laughs> on that D. Having watched him for the past three seasons in Toronto. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> sorry, can't man. Hurt. That hurt runs. Yeah, no, we should. Uh, <laughs> they should push for a playoff team, a uh, playoff spot. So that's that's their goal is to hope that uh, the cur- the current core that we got now, and then getting Comfer to kind of push down the middle, give us three good centers. It'll be it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah he's going to uh, win, win some faceoffs for you. Yeah, it'd be good to see uh, Detroit in the playoffs again. I used to. 
enjoy the rivalry between the Bruins and them back in the night because in the nineties they were they were for the Red Wings were a force. So to, oh, to yeah. see them come back and actually be a contender again would be nice. And now when you see Boston and Detroit, everybody's only paying attention to the defensemen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I also heard you guys might be getting Patty Kane because he wants to play with Debrinket again. That is, I don't know. I don't know if it's good. Like, if it would be good. Wait, I don't Kane know. to the Red Wings? Yeah. Yeah, that's, oh. he's not going to sign anywhere until he's, until he's cleared to play to begin with. Yeah, so. that's true. Because what was it? He's out for hip surgery again. Mm-hmm. So, is it gonna matter? I don't know. Do you do you risk pick, taking a a Patrick Kane with bad hips, putting him with the brinket, or do you stick a guy like Lucas Raymond, who's got hands, speed, he's young, and a lot of talent, throw him out there with the brinket and see what happens? But I think for now he's getting Larkin. So. I don't know. I, the, the cane was a question mark for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's... I felt that way when he was on the Blackhawks, too. Like, why do we still have this guy? Um, <laughs> you know, new new locations can definitely be... bolster someone's career, so that's always an option. Um, Dude, he was playing well, and then they pulled him off the power play. Thank you, Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they pulled him off the power play because him on the power play meant Panarin wasn't getting his chances. Oh, no. Mika wasn't getting his chances. Uh, yeah. And then when they did that, they completely screwed up. I mean, they completely screwed up everything. And then he got zero chances for the rest of the series. Yeah, that's the problem with the Rangers, though. They put way too much stake into Mika, and the rest of the team just lets fly. I mean, just at the Rangers. It doesn't matter much deeper than that. <laughs> did you... I, I'm not saying this jokingly, I but I can't remember. Did you guys beat the Rangers in your series last year? <laughs> Why do I feel like this is like a setup? I'm not. Wait, I, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm really trying to remember, and I can't. So, I mean, so you warned I you. Talking to Dirk, I was talking to Dirk before about uh, about like who like the the like the dark horses were. He's like, I feel like the Rangers might make it into the playoffs. Were they in the playoffs last year? I was like. Well, he goes, oh, that's right. You guys beat them. I'm like, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I honestly, I did not remember. Who did you guys get? Oh, back? yeah. They they walloped us the first two games. We yeah. couldn't get anything going the first two games. And then we pulled Then we pulled VTech and threw Schmidt in. And Schmidt won. Uh, Carolina. Ah. Carolina. Was it? Oh, yeah. Car- yeah, we lost to Carolina. Yeah. That's it. See, th- honestly, them and Boston, because they're defensive-focused teams, are the only two teams that really worry me. Like that—that that Carolina type of game is the only like they knew how to they knew how to stop us, and they played that kind of neutral zone trap and keep the puck deep and just throw the puck in the net. That I'm so was so fond of when I was twelve. So, how do you feel about them moving forward? I mean, they made it to the second round last year it's a young core it's a core that's going to be there for a while do you think that this you is lost year? a lot of guys in the off season though oh, did they i thought they kept no no they we gave we but every guy we gave up we upgraded um we know, gave man. up we gave up severson but that means luke hughes is getting full full-time minutes and stuff now we um if we need to uh if we need to bring up nemesh he's already ready but at this point, we don't need to, and he he doesn't even need to come up till half till mid season. Um, 
Tyler Tof- our our big issue was who that sixth forward was, and it's Toffoli now. So we're taking a, a guy who is a board borderline all star, right? He was yeah. in a couple all star games, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and you're like throwing him ten years ago. I mean, that that's fine. He'd be the oldest player on the team. Mm, Dougie. Well, uh, maybe maybe close. Um, There's your all star. What Hamilton? I said, "There's your all-star." Hamilton's still pumping up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hamilton's our all-star. We yeah. don't have one of the top five <laughs> players in the NHL. <laughs> um, no, I think we have the depth, and I think we have the experience now. Um, like I said, Carol, that's still the team. Like Carolina is the type of team that can give us trouble, and team like Boston, if they, you know, focus on defense. We get. I mean, you can't run and gun with the Devils at this point. They're they're gonna they're gonna bury you, as they showed when teams tried to. And it's now just more experience and people falling into their players falling into their roles as opposed to last year when everything just kind of came together and when it didn't, it didn't. Um, but now they have the experience, so they're gonna be dangerous. Yeah, I. I don't know. I mean, losing some of those guys, do you ever worry that because they're so young, you might see a step back? Um, so when you throw up, and you know, like offensive defense, when you throw a player like like Luke out there, you're going to get goal scored against you. But but where's the where's the differential? I feel like with his skills and, and the way he fits in that team and the Devils don't have a player like that, it's still a plus. In the in the in the it's still gonna be goals for versus goals against in, in the grand scheme of things, I feel like we're definitely gonna give up a lot more goals than we gave up last year, but we're gonna still gonna score a lot more. I mean, it, it's it's about filling Graves and Severson's minutes, but I think that was the plan all along. I mean, there was no way they were gonna be able to pay Severson and Graves and then pay Brat and Meyer, and we we're able to turn around and pay to 70-point scorers. Did Brad break past 70? It was close. Um, and our team, no team was there. We were able to pay them both bottom dollar because they crapped the bed in the playoffs. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we are set for a while. And, I mean, this core set, um, it's, all on, it's all on the fact that if we can platoon Vitek and Schmid, um, and Schmid's got the chops to do it all season... We're in good shape for the playoffs, and we're in good shape for a long run. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, they're a good team. Um, speaking of losing some some offense, Dan, Colorado, you guys are, are definitely a good team, but how do you feel with Landeskog being out the entire season? Uh, it's definitely, definitely a tough break, but... Mm. I think they got some good leadership from, you know, McKinnon and Miko and Makar, you know, starting off the season healthy. They can definitely, they proved last year that they can take the workload. Uh, I think, you know, if they do make a good push for the playoffs, you know, I see him, you know, act being activated uh, during the playoffs, just kind of like Kucherov a couple years ago with the Lightning. Um I think it's smart for him, especially with his age and, you know, wanting to continue to work with these young guys. Definitely keep himself, make sure he's as strong as he can be. 
But we got some good additions up the middle. Ryan Johansson, Ross Colton, you know, proven role player that can, you know, play to win. Um, I think we just got to focus on being healthy and, you know, staying disciplined. We got a lot of changing parts and guys are going to get frustrated on the ice. But I think staying out of the box is definitely been a key to our success. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... How's that? You good? You good, Drew? You're good. Uh, you got, say, you, you ended up with uh, Miles Wood too, there, Shram, and that's that's his thing. If that you can stay out of the box and stop the dumb penalties, he is a plus player, and he has a he has a motor. Um, but that was his issue with us. It was like he'd be the guy that would take that penalty coming out of the offensive zone, and you're like, this is just not necessary. So if you can get, so yeah, I say, if you can keep the discipline and keep his head on, kind of. Finally, What's, uh, filling out. Uh, no, no real word yet. Um, it's definitely a bum speaking of defense, you know, to see Eric Johnson leave. Um, I think some of the forwards are definitely gonna have to step up and play, you know, physical. But I think, you know, Ryan Johansson, Ross Colton are, you know, a little more grinder, a little less finesse. Um, I think they should be able to help our defense out. Uh, Byram's just gotta, you know, keep his head on a swivel and, you know, not. Not get any concussions. Uh, that's going to make or break his career, I think, because he's got so much potential being for how young he is. I heard he's yeah. connected to the Maple Leafs. Yeah, you think a, a future trade? I mean, I don't. For I mean, Nylander. For Willie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy that. <laughs> well, I mean, what is what are the Maple Leafs' major needs? Defense, and Byram <laughs> is better than ninety nine percent of the Maple Leafs' defensemen. So, and they're in cap hell right now with Nylander. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not Nylander. even with Landy out, we're still not much better because of everyone's extensions. Yeah, I mean, that's, why, that's part part of the reason why we got Miles Wood for six years was you know lock him in at yeah. like two and a half. So, yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I am jealous of that Ross Colton signing though. I liked him in Tampa. Yeah, he just like was super quiet, soft spoken, like put his head down and you know went to work in the dirty areas. Well, and this was also your guys's kind of. Stanley Cup hangover, right? Because you won. Uh, time means nothing to me. You won the season before, right? Correct. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then you got, and then this past playoffs, you got bounced in the first round. To yeah. Seattle. Uh, Seattle. Team. Seattle in game in game seven. I know. Just couldn't. Yeah. Just couldn't finish this year. But it's it's tough, man. You play so much hockey when you win the cup. Like, oh, well, you know, are those teams that just go twelve games and you know sweep everybody, which I think is relatively unheard of. But you know, you're adding on another quarter of a season to your already eighty-two game season. It's hard to maintain that. And it's not just normal hockey either. It is. Let's play a whole. Yeah. yeah, but there's nothing. There's nothing like to play a. Well, that, yeah. like, the entire year, like, you guys were battling the injury bug. Yeah. The whole year. 
it all comes to fruition in, in the playoffs. You know what I mean? All those bruises and strains all add up. And... Yeah. 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 Yeah, at one point, point I think... Fun to watch, though. Yeah, at one yeah, point, point we... they said, said they used over, over 40 different guys on the starting <laughs> roster. Wow. That's nuts. Uh, well, Corey, how are you excited for your team's uh, Stanley Cup hangover? We're going back to back. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got ben you got Cassidy still over there. Well, see, here's the thing though. So we re-signed Ivan Barbashev and Aiden Hill, who were both crucial, crucial pieces to winning the Stanley Cup. Um, you got Barbie at a deal too. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was so happy when I saw that, like when the Barbie movie came out and I saw the Knights posted that crap with like Barbashev's head <laughs> on Ken. That was the best thing ever. I've, 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 I'm not, I've never watched Barbie, but like that's the best thing ever. Um, it does suck though. We did lose one of the misfits, uh, Riley Smith. He's going to the Pittsburgh, he's on the Pittsburgh uh, Penguins now. Um, but like looking at the roster, it's like the majority of the guys are still, they're still here. And something that like, I guess over the past few days, like gearing up for the season, we only have, we have like three or four guys under the age of 25. So these young guys who could potentially be our future core are getting all these, all this great experience from now as Stanley cup champions. And with, you know, players like Jack Eichel, uh, Phil Kessel, like imagine sharing a locker room with Phil Kessel. It's like, (laughs) Todd, you chose that. That's why you guys aren't going to go back to back. You let Phil, you let Phil go, and yeah, that's true. He was your good luck charm. <laughs> well, it's okay. We'll have uh, Petrangelo. Where is he playing? Out of the stick again. Nowhere. Kessel, Kessel asked. Basically, told the NHL, "I'll be a healthy scratch and lose the Ironman streak, but I just want to play somewhere." So he's still unsigned. Yeah. He's got a. Did he get a, a PTO yet from somebody? You figured Vegas would at least throw that at him. I don't know. I haven't heard. Um, you guys did give a PTO to Max Comtois, who used to be on the Ducks. I'm kind of excited to see if he fits in on that roster. See, this is where my lack of hockey knowledge comes in. What? Who is he? Uh, <laughs> he, he played for the Ducks. He was a. Team Canada captain at a World Juniors. Um, I think he's a, a pretty good player. Uh, I just don't think he fits in the Ducks play style. Um, so I hope he works out for you guys. I but, mean, it's like we don't need to make any much of any changes because what we have, I mean, what, like, I can't, like, everywhere on social media, oh, my God, this was the most boring Stanley Cup ever. It's just like, ugh, just go get on with it. Get on to the next season. It's just like, you have to realize how good the Knights are. The only team, and I said this in the last episode or the first episode, the only team that I think that, the only two teams that I could think that can come close are the Avs and the Oilers. Who's the third? (laughs) No. Well, no, I would have said the Devils, but... Just, oh, would, well, why would you? I'm sticking with my word from the first episode. But the only two teams that I can imagine knocking the Knights out of the playoffs are the Oilers and a healthy abs team. You know, you talked in the first episode. We didn't let you talk for three episodes. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember which. I don't know. I'm trying to. I I can keep track of the times I speak on the episodes on my fingers. It's fine. I heard that Mark Stone got injured in the playoffs, and yeah, that injured injury big. might have like career consequences. Did anyone else hear that, or am I making this up? I didn't hear anything about career consequences, but he was definitely like he definitely got hurt. Up. He definitely got hurt for sure. Um, but that just gives an opportunity for guys for a guy like Paul Cotter, twenty three years old, to step up and try to play center. I did that wrong, didn't right, I? Says- Hold on, Mark Stone's a wing, isn't he? Yeah, he's a wing. Yeah. Man, if, what a fan am I, huh? What, what you mean to say is it gives Keegan Colasar more ice time because he deserves more ice time. Because any man who cracks uh, Matthew Kachuk's sternum oh, deserves more ice time. That's why he's <laughs> one of my favorite Thunderbirds, and he's probably my favorite knight now. I mean, I've always liked him since he first got signed. I think, I mean, I think he was just a good hit. It's just unfortunate that he... it was a beautiful hit. Oh yeah, dude's a freaking train. Well, I think the majority of the players on our team are trains. Our shortest guy is Marshall, and the next shortest guy is six foot. <laughs> well, like all the, like we have a like see like something that Josh mentioned uh, like the last time we talked about the NHL. Um, we're just that hard hitting, no bull crap team. Like. Josh, you're you're better at explaining it. Like, how did how did you describe? Well, it? I mean, but but what happens when you have a team like that that relies on defense, like Carolina does? I mean, it's all about puck bounces because you had a lot of good puck bounces this 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 day, and that's and that's how you win a Stanley Cup. Um, and, but that's also how you're built to win Stanley Cups. Um, and that's and that's what the thing is is that you guys it. Where you, if you guys can keep up the scoring and keep the defense, it's what it is. Um, but when you get to game seven, game seven, game seven, that's that's when it's it's when it gets tougher to get those those bounces. So I mean, it, that's why it's tough to to win two in a row, dude. Well, that just like I've always just been asking this question all off season. Like, man, how many, how much more could the Knights could like, how much more of a beating could the Knights? have taken if they went through like multiple game seven series because like florida by the time like again kudos to dirk over there the boston <laughs> boston was the reason florida was banged up the entire time that they were in the postseason and yeah, by the time and by, and by the hard. time they got to us they were just a little husk Man, the Maple Leafs put up a good fight one game in that series. Okay, <laughs> yeah. fair. don't forget that. Fair. I, I mean, you got to give it to the Maple Leafs. They made the second you round. You have to give me credit for not. They dishing. tried real hard. Drew, you have to give me credit for not dishing out any uh, chirps yet. Um, do we want to keep going with uh, with? Well, actually, you know what? Let's just focus on the fact that of all the teams that and all the jerseys Drew can Drew can be wearing. He's wearing a Buffalo Sabres hey, but jersey. But it's a nice jersey. It's sweet. No, no, I no, like no. I have, I have zero arguments with McGillney. If the picture of uh, of McGillney wasn't on the wall in my billets room, I'd have it because, you know, that's my memory of McGillney when he beat the Stars. 
Yeah, I think I'm, I'm you know, Buffalo has been steadily getting better and better. And I think that they're one of those teams that, uh, I don't know. There are certain teams that come to town like the Blackhawks and like, well, that's an easy win. And I feel like the Buffalo Sabres were that for so long that people are still kind of uh, doubt their abilities to, to play. But man, Tage Thompson, Darlene, uh who's Owen Power? Owen Power. I mean, yeah. the guy's 6'6, six, six, Tage is 6'6. Six, six, like, yeah, but that's that's dude, if you're that tall, you should not have hands like that. That Thompson's hand, like, that 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 man's hands for his size is is incredible. He uses a short stick, probably the same size stick that you use. Yeah, <laughs> well, actually, no, he's six six, so probably about the same size stick that Adam. No, definitely not. Adam's thing is definitely longer he, than his. He probably uses a stick that, like, I don't know, who, who else here's Dan? You're six foot, right? Yeah. It it comes up to his chest, like what? you know, usually. Like nose or chin, it's it's at his chest, and he says it's because yeah, no, he needs to be able to pull it in tight to his body without having to get this arm too far up. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. So he's he's essentially playing playing knee hockey. Yeah. I'd rather have a longer reach for defensive. I just hope that doesn't like mess up his back because doesn't he have to get like lower because his stick well, is shorter? Playing hockey, all those guys. Your back's gonna mess up anyway. Oh, no, fair. Yeah. Yeah, but I think Buffalo is going to be an, an interesting team to watch, and uh, I, I would not be surprised if they m- at least make the playoffs, if not a couple rounds in. I mean, they were kind of the same way last year. We kind of had them and the Devils in the same in the same spot, and the Devils are the one that took the step. I could I I could have fully seen Buffalo do the same thing last year. Yeah. Well, Adam, now that we've taken Buffalo off of your hands, who do you? Uh, who else do you think is going to come up and and sneak in? I don't know. That's a that's a tough call, man. I think I think Dallas could make a pretty good push for for anything else if you because uh, they they didn't change a lot, but they didn't really need to. So, and Pavelski for whatever reason just scores more goals. The older he gets, so who the hell knows where he's drinking? But uh, I, yeah, I, I like their chances. I like the the coaching staff. I like the their play style down there. I think if if I had to pick a dark horse, it would be them because I mean, all you got to do is piss Jamie Ben off, and he's going to take out your best player. <laughs> oh, but I love, uh, that man. love that man. Whether it's warranted or not, he's going to kill someone. Yeah. So. That's his job, man. <laughs> that also took him out of the playoffs, so I think he got a stupid suspension and wasn't able to help his team anymore. Oh, no. we really, they weren't, they weren't going to win that oh, series, I fell though. On him. Yeah, look, they we really wanted series. Vegas to advance because we knocked him out of the playoffs the year before. We didn't yeah. we wanted to not pick on the expansion team anymore, and so Jamie's like, how can I do that? I'm going to take myself out of the, the scenario and see yeah. them they won. So you're welcome. For them, though, for Dallas, though, it's going to be about their young guys stepping up because they've got a real, couple of really good guys on the back end and in net. I mean, Ottinger's, what, top 10 in the league already? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's amazing. So, 
How do you guys feel about Duchesne? I know Dan is no no friend of Matt Duchesne, but he just got added to the Stars uh, this offseason. I, I only know of his not-so-great locker room reputation. I never really watched the Avs when he was on them or the Predators when he was on them. I feel like with Nashville, he was always a guy who had the game-breaking potential but never flipped the switch. Like, you could see it a couple shifts every once in a while. All of a sudden, he'd break somebody's ankles or make a really good play, and then he would just be gone for another three months. So mm. it's kind of... it's He never really lived up to what he was supposed to be in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, Dan, how did... You guys had him for a, a long time, right? Yeah, we had him a while. I couldn't tell you exactly how long. I try not to remember those years. <laughs> um, just inconsistent like he was it, would, it was just like adam said it would be you know you'd see those moments you're like oh snap this guy's gonna go off and then it's you know just quiet quiet and then you know when we really need him just you can't can't rely on him but okay. and not to, not to say a new a new venue and new locational you know jump start a career but you just never know with him yeah i mean look at Corey perry that guy's bounced to like 18 different teams in the past four years so <laughs> yeah doing great <laughs> Corey Perry for captain in Chicago no <laughs> refuse no <laughs> uh yeah I mean Dirk what about you who's your who's your sneak in um I don't know my sneak in I guess my guess is I mean I don't even know what they've been doing but I feel like with the choices I got left, um, I, a team I wouldn't mind seeing back in the playoffs again. Uh, it's a team I've always hated, but it's a team I like. I love the rivalry. I'd like to see Montreal Canadiens kind of get their get their team going and get into the playoffs and you know, make something happen because I love the rivalry between them and and the Bruins. But unfortunately, now that we're not in the same division, we don't get to play them nearly as often. So, but. Yeah, so I guess that would be my my guess, although, or my I'd like to see them do better so they can. Uh, it's just been it's been a weird few years without having a Montreal team to hate. It's it don't feel right. I don't know, man. I don't know if Montreal has it has it in them yet. I mean, that was an epic run and then an epic collapse. There's got to be some middle ground. You yeah. just need Corey Perry back. No, he's ours now. Well, a couple of years ago, didn't they get all the way? Yeah, to the finals. Yeah, like, that was when they had Corey Perry. <laughs> yeah, Perry yeah. Price is back. They got all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. And and man, didn't I they, didn't didn't they go through Toronto, which was like the favorite to win that? Oh yeah, look, uh, man, Toronto <laughs> is always touted as like one of the favorites to win the cup. I don't know why they keep doing it because it always just makes the letdown so much harder. <laughs> Aren't oh, you yeah. from Chicago? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, that, that says it all. I'm a Jets yeah. fan. All I could do, I literally laughed when Aaron Rodgers got hurt. He sat down, and all I could do is laugh because that's what it's like being a Jets fan. I'm just waiting for someone to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Montreal is, I, I really like the Habs. Uh, Carey Price is my favorite goalie. Uh, I'm bummed that he's not coming back but i don't oh, know he's not is he done 
Yeah, his knee. I think it's oh. one knee or both of his knees just cannot take take the strain of of playing a full season. So that's too bad. No, yeah. he was one of the great. I used. Yeah, I cursed his name quite a few times, but he's a great goalie. <laughs> yeah, if I yell at you a lot, it's because guys, you're good. Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, Montreal has that Slavkovsky guy, that young kid who got drafted last year. And then, you know, I like Marty St. Louis as a coach up there. I always liked him as a player when he took Tampa to the Cup their first time. Yeah, I think he's really good for Cole Caulfield, too, because they're basically the same player in different time periods as far as Mm -hmm. size and skill and stuff. So then you got Suzuki. Yeah, Suzuki can play, man. Killing it at center. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's taking Bryce's place? Uh I don't I don't know. That's that's how much that's I gonna think. be a that's gonna be a tough shot. I think, I think yeah. wasn't Josh Allen up there. Or I not think. Josh oh, Allen. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, no, it was Allen. Yeah. So I don't know if Josh is his first name, but Allen, no, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking Jake football Allen. there for a second. I was like, wait a second. There's a Josh Allen that starts in goal. There's a Josh Allen that's the Bills quarterback. Wow. That's okay. <laughs> I said Brian Bedard uh, on our first episode because I got <laughs> Connor Bedard mixed up in my brain. Oh. I got too excited and just. <laughs> I mean, shout out to Brian Bedard on the Blind Hockey Podcast. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um. So uh, I was I was actually who's, looking who's for the, uh, who I wanted to use, and uh, I have to come up with the same one because I said Ottawa last year. I wasn't far off, but uh, I think I think the the Debrinket to Tarasenko upgrade is is going to send them through the roof, um, especially offensively. Uh, they just have to get everything else together. But I think that group, you know, with Stutzel and and. Uh, What's the name? Kachuk and now Tarasenko throwing them together is going to be nuts. Do you really think that Dabrinkit to Tarasenko is an upgrade, though, considering you got an older player and a guy who scored fewer goals than Dabrinkit last year? Yeah, but they don't have any veteran presence in that locker room. Like you got, then you have you're adding a guy with years of experience and a cup under his belt, and he can still play well. He's still in the upper half of the NHL. So maybe that's what's needed on a team that's that young. I, don't I know. mean, I the Brinkett should have worked out and obviously just didn't as well as they had expected. So, in this sense, I kind of said the same as the same way as last year. Yeah. He put up all the points. Wasn't the Brinkett a 40-goal scorer, what, last year, the year before that? In Ottawa? Or oh, yeah. Really I mean, he's... I, he should still be there then, shouldn't he? Yeah. Well, I think I think part of it for them was that they couldn't pay him. But I just don't. I just don't know. I'm not sold on Tarasenko ever since he left uh, St. Louis because he should have been money in New York, but he wasn't. Oh, uh, dude, he, play he played well through that series. I mean, but you can't really fault. It. I mean, they didn't get out of the first round, and it honestly wasn't really on him or Kane. Um, Tarasenko is who kept him in the series in the beginning, at, towards towards the end. But yeah, but I mean, uh, as much as I like Patty Kane, he is. You should not have brought him in with putting hopes and prayers for your team on him at this point in his career. Like he's a power play specialist. Like I don't know. 
I feel like they put a no. lot of stock in that guy. Well, you also got Jacob Chikrin in the back now, so I'm so jealous of that too. Yeah, beef up the back end. The only thing I'm worried about with them, though, would be their goaltending depth. I mean, they got Forsberg, who's pretty solid. Corpusalo, they seem to be, you know, pretty good buddies. I don't know if they played together over in Europe, but, you know, I know, I think Forsberg's had his, you know, both his knees worked on. So if, you, if they can stay healthy, they might have a chance. But compared compared to the, the rest of the depth in that, uh, Atlantic division. I mean, that's going to be the hardest division to beat all year. Yeah, it was last year, too. And I think whoever is the healthiest team in that division is probably going to be, you know, in the Stanley Cup final. Dan, who do you have sneaking into the playoffs? Uh, I had Ottawa, but mm, I was just, you know, thinking, thinking over that, you know, maybe just come out of come out of left field and you know see see what the Coyotes can have a miracle season or something. <laughs> Two expansion teams in a row, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe they just get, you know, so fed up with being chirped for playing out of a college stadium that they just, you know, decide to to whoop up on everyone. <laughs> It's and the I, best named arena in the NHL, though. Oh yeah, you know all the <laughs> hockey hair is coming coming in for those hockey games. Um, yeah, they played pretty hard in that stadium, though. I watched a few of the games, and they were battling every time. They were fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, as an Avs fan, I feel like every time we play the Coyotes, they just seem to, you know, take it up a notch, and uh, they never never back down. Uh, one player I really can kind of resonate with is, you know, Clayton Keller. Uh, I was, you know, reading an article about him and listened to a little little interview um, when he broke his femur a couple of seasons ago, um, you know, skating really fast and caught an edge and went into the boards funny, kind of like I did, and had had a metal rod in and was just talking about his experience of, you know, coming back from surgery and wanting to get back on the ice and how he thinks, you know, his his titanium leg is better than his real leg now. <laughs> is and then, true? you know, you got Schmaltz down there. They got a really good power play when it's running. Yeah, I like Nick Schmaltz a lot. He was good in Chicago. I was bummed to see him leave. Um, who's their goalie? Melka. Uh, uh, Vegmilka, yeah, that guy. I mean, for a young guy, he he played. You know, he sees a lot of rubber. Yeah, it's huge too. Do you think that that's a team that we're going to see move in the next decade? I mean, if they can't solidify their arena situation here soon, um, I think you know the league is going to start you know seeing the dollar signs. Because a five thousand seat arena is not gonna not gonna cut it for for league dues. Yeah. Uh, however, you know, there's always been speculation of you know Atlanta getting a team back, or you know Houston is always talked about. I'd I'd be curious to see if they actually want to move them again, or 
or what or if arizona is just so sick of the mess that they're like be gone yeah so where did the thrashers go oh my god dude my brother actually lives in the phoenix area and um it's like it's failed enough that the way they're planning to do it to keep them is go with the indians so the Indians have a lot of land, and they're willing to actually do it on one of their casino, basically one of their casino lots, mm-hmm. um, and that's basically the savior that's going to save the Coyotes because the, the the Indians will turn into a massive complex that you know hockey's just a part of it. So that's the next plan to keep them in Arizona, and that's kind of the not dealing with the government, but it would be the private funding way to go. So that's what my brother heard is the last thing going on there. Interesting. I could see something like that out there in Arizona, kind of how the the St. Louis practice arena is kind of set up with the hotel casino there in the same lot. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and these are like there's one, the one that's the one tribe and casinos group that's doing it has like six or seven different casinos all over Arizona. So this would be like. This is this is no issue to them. It's an easy thing for them to do. So that's the feasible option, and the option actually would work for Arizona too. It would keep the Coyotes there and give them something you know tangible to stay at. Yeah. All right, Corey, you're last up again. Who's your uh, who's your squeaker? I'm gonna say the Rangers. Well, I mean, I'm not like. I shouldn't call them like dar- a dark horse or anything no, like that. No, yeah, you can call the Rangers squeakers anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I I am such a big fan of the kid line that they have, uh, and now that they have the experience that Patrick Kane has in that same in the same locker room as them, it's like, like he's I, not signed with them. He's also not there. Is he not? Wait, no, no. He's he's a um, the UFA right now, and he's not going to play in the league until probably middle of the year. Man, I've been way too hungover with the Knights to like give a shit about anything else in the league. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, well, okay. Aside from Kane, I mean, just like I don't know. I I want to see the Rangers do something with the team that they have, like. I feel like they're too good well, not to. They're too good to lose in the first round. You've got two of the best Russian players in the world on that team, in Panarin and Shesterkin. So they'll make something happen. Just Durkin around. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what I told my sister. Always says whenever I watch a game, and it's just Durkin and that's and they're the back, they're back end's gotten a lot better too. With uh, with Schneider. And they're pouring more on to K. Andre Miller. He's looked really good. I mean, I they might go so. pretty far if we gave them Jonathan Quick. <laughs> no, <laughs> why? Why would they? Why would they want another goalie at all? They already signed him. They already signed him. See that? I that I got right. That I got my. Yeah, he's right. a ranger. <laughs> he's he's gonna play like fifteen games. He's there. I think that he signed as like their third goalie. Yeah, I'm sure he's yeah. just um, like a veteran. It's Zesterkin, Halleck, and now Quickie. Yeah. Zesterkin's going to play 50, 60 games easy. Oh, he's yeah. going to win most of them. 
But is that feasible in this era of the NHL to play 60 games in a season and expect to win in the playoffs? No. I think so. I mean, you have to be a special type of goalie now. They're not built like that now. Well, no, you just do what the Knights did and get six of them. (laughs) Well, that kind of proves my point, though. Well, yeah, no, I'm I'm saying I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm saying, like, yeah, you need to have some kind of either a goalie as good or just, like, a solid back. I don't know, like... I think before Boston kind of collapsed, it's like they got it right with Swayman and uh, Allmark. Like, I like goalie tandems. Like, having two really strong goalies. Yeah, I think they like, had that's a solid. thing. Yeah. yeah, and then they stopped doing it in the playoffs. And it was made why. no sense. That made no, no one does. No sense. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows, man. All of a sudden, we put Swayman in there for game seven, and it's like, I mean. And I don't, I don't think it was Swayman's fault that we lost the series. It just, I, I just think our coach just, it came down to coaching. He just, he's a decent coach, but Montgomery's not. He's just, I think it was his move. first season as the head coach. Yeah. And not he pushed them too hard to break records during the regular season. I would have rested my, I would have rested my top guys the last couple of weeks as we, for a month, we knew we were going to the playoffs. So, like, okay. we could have rested didn't, our top didn't guys. Somebody, I forgot what team it was, but they were like they had already made it into the playoffs, and then everybody was like, "Why are you playing your starters? Why are you still playing your starters?" And then one of their starters gets hurt. Mm. I might be thinking of a different sport, and I, I can't remember, but it's just it, it's something that happened. But I don't know, shit, it's like something that happened before okay. the like right before the postseason. It was just a terrible, terrible management decision to put in their star player that just happened to get hurt and was out for the playoffs. Mm. Don't remember that. Here's a real question: What happens to the Babcockless BJ's? <laughs> they have a new coach already. Who is no, it? but like no, Who but in, in all reality, do like they like they had talent. Like they were expected to do something last year. Like, do you think through all this, like the talent can actually show, or you think this is just a straight up disaster? No, I, I don't know. I, They're going to be way better this year. Look at their back end. Yeah, well, that's what I said. They they, they threw a lot better. Be they got Provorov, right? Um, yeah. And I know they got Severson because I made that comment before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They have the talent. They have some back end now, like <laughs> Mike Babcock. <laughs> Come on now. Like, it's 2023. Who asked to see players' phones? Mike Babcock. Yeah. Him, yeah. <laughs> And you know, and you know, of course, Drew's been living out every time something comes with Mike Babcock, the old Mike Badano story comes up, which is awful. Fourteen ninety nine, absolutely 1499. awful. Fourteen ninety nine. Just let him it's step like, on the ice. <laughs> it's like the um, Flyers. Didn't the Flyers do that to somebody? Uh, it was uh, he had the Iron Man streak, didn't he? Yandel. Yeah. Yandel. I mean, he was like yeah. a negative seventy or something when they sat him, but. It was also the Flyers, and they were like 30 games under 500. It was terrible. Yeah. Greatest American hockey player of all time, and you sit. don't let that guy step on the ice to get 1,500? <laughs> Bite me. Mike well, Babcock. I mean, hey, he, should, he should feel honored because he did basically the same thing to the, one of the greatest Swedish hockey players, too, in Alperson. <laughs> He's just like, I don't play veterans anymore. I just only want them on my team. Chelios? Yeah, the Chelios story gets me. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that Shelly story. He reminded me. Yeah. No, what what gets me is the Franzen story. Oh, uh, yeah. Like that, you don't. I here nor there, Mike Babcock. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, good riddance. He's finally gone. Like, yeah. good. Yeah. Um, well, but Columbus will be good. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's another that's another one that that has talent. Although it's, it it makes me so happy when Johnny G skips the Devils to go get to go to a team that's going to win, and then they absolutely crap the bed. But would he have fit in 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 New Jersey? I mean, look at the way the team plays. I mean, he it, it's the same. That's his style. He didn't he didn't skip the Devils to go play for a team that he thought he was going to win. He skipped the Devils so he didn't have to be by family and people asking him for money and tickets. I mean that would be more in Philly than up here, but it. No, but that was his quote. He said, "I'm going to Columbus because I want to win." Yeah, it's what they always say. But then in a couple of different interviews that he did afterwards, it was because oh, most of my family is that up far in the East Coast, so I wanted to put a little bit of distance between me and them. So that why way if they came out to Columbus every once in a while, but then it wouldn't be like every every game he's got some friend or some distant family member tracking him down for tickets. That's ridiculous. Those guys make <laughs> like $10 million a year. You're telling me you can't just pay for some tickets for your friends? Yeah, but then suddenly you got 10 million cousins you never heard about. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you can be picky, but come on. be. Like, if that's the <laughs> reason that you decided not to play somewhere, then that's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, don't you remember he wanted to play for for Philly, but Philly's because he is he's a Philly boy. Because but Philly's cap rounds were so bad, there was zero way they could even got him under the cap. Hmm. That's all a right, train wreck. So, <laughs> so we've all talked about our favorite team, talked about the squeaky teams. Who that is not your favorite team? So Dan, you can't say Abs. I think this I think this is when I leave then or <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Who do you think the Avs are gonna be playing in the Stanley Cup final? Ooh. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Bruins. Nah. I said not favorite teams. <laughs> um I don't know, that's I'd I don't think Tampa's got got the guts anymore to do it. I think you know they're pretty run down. Um, out of the East, though, I think probably my favorite would be to see the Devils again. A Devil, a Devils Avs. Mm. Oh yeah. Cup. And you got the Hughes brothers together. Like the family as a whole is just excelling. Their brother's going to be the captain up in Vancouver. You know. Jack is, you know, excelling well, as he should be, and he'll he'll ride that ride that train, you know. Um, but I think whoever whoever's the healthiest on that on that East Coast is is going to take it all. So take it all? You mean they beat the Avalanche? <laughs> I mean, it depend depends on how. What the playoffs look like? I mean, I know you know Stars and Avs would be beating up each each other in the conference finals, and 
you know, if Minnesota, you know, tries to put it down and get it, sneak in, they always are a hard team to play. You know, Vegas, Vegas is tough as they are beating people up. I think it would be, they, I don't know if they would have it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the West is probably the more difficult of the conferences to play in. I feel like they're always much tighter in points, uh, and they're usually more physical. Yeah, especially if we don't find a backup goalie. Um, you know, Gor- Gorgiev, you know, wins games, but he needs help. And, you know, Frankie has been a liability, and we just don't really have any depth. Yeah. Mm. Whereas, like, you know, with the Devils, you know, Schmidt and and Vita Vanek, you know, that's a, that's a pretty powerful combo. Schmidt's pretty young and up and coming. All right. Josh, who who are the Devils playing in the, the finals? Um uh I'll 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 be the guy that goes with uh, Edmonton. Actually, no, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Edmonton. Um I mean, there's there's nothing else to be said about that. Uh yeah, like they had they they got through. They got through far enough. Um but it, they're one of those teams that it's going to be you got to score more than the opponent. And minus the the basic idea of sports, like they're a goal scoring machine, and if they can keep it up, I mean, they, they both of them set records. Uh, but they're going to need that second and third level of scoring. And I mean, if they could do it, they've always been kind of up there. Uh, but they need to take that step, like you said, through a tough Western Conference. That when you have a physical team and you have two or three players, and all you have to do is focus on those two or three players, it makes it a little bit easier. So I think the Oilers are, are ready to take that step up. Um, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Corey, who's who's playing the, the Knights when they make it to their back-to-back Stanley Cup final? Um, the Knights are beating the Hurricanes in five games. Dang. And he took games. Wow. Who scores the game winner in game five? Marshall Sold. <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> I can live with that. I like that guy a lot. Short and sweet. Everybody knows who the Knights are. They know. They everybody knows what they're capable of. So, good luck. Talking about it too. It's man. a lot different when he's talking trash and we don't see him. By the way, if you don't know this, right now Corey's camera isn't working. He's got his camera facing him, so he's actually talking trash. Oh my God! When the hell so- did it die? <laughs> no! Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, Corey. You're not, now you're not even allowed to be talking this episode. You must be a cartoon. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm putting no, I'm putting my head on um, Ryan Reeves. I'll, I'll do body. a voiceover for you. I'll speak for you. Okay, we'll just put your picture up there. Oh yeah, no, but I mean, I think, but like seriously though, it, the Carolina Hurricanes. I think they just. Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just nothing, absolutely nothing went their way. You talk about how many puck bounces the Knights get. The Hurricanes got nothing. Like, they were just, I think they were just, like, they didn't do anything wrong. They were just unlucky. I think they were the better team in the series. But I think I think they can put it the, put it together this year, though. I think they're making it to the Cup. Yeah, their power play got pretty predictable in the end there, and I think that kind of bounced them out too. 
Yeah. Didn't have enough firepower for yeah. all that defense and in the playoffs you if you're not scoring on your on your man advantages then it's going to be a hard time to win. And to give They got Tony oh, D back though. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll be it'll be good to see him skating back there. Didn't they trade him and then immediately like less than two months later or something <laughs> trade back for him? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did see an interesting, I think, I, I can't find it right now, but I think that the Hurricanes have been swept from the third round the past three seasons in a row. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because I agree, that team is really good, but man, it's, it's like the Maple Leafs in the first round. Just can't, can't. Hockey guys just don't want to allow us. No. Although now now our luck's changing, so maybe it'll be maybe it'll be better for Carolina too. Uh, no, I think they're good though, especially in adding Burns. I think he's a good good defenseman to, to add to that group. Um, but we'll we'll definitely see. Dirk, yeah. who are the Bruins playing? Um, well, I don't know. I, I guess I couldn't say they'd be playing in the Stanley Cup Finals since they're in the same division, but. They beat us last year, obviously. Uh, the Florida Panthers—they're—they're they're an unusual team because, like, they—they they barely made the playoffs and then they made it all the way to the finals. And like Corey said, if they hadn't had to go through the best team in the league to get through round one, they probably would have been in a lot better shape by the end there. Um, so I—I'm I, curious to see how to see how Florida makes out uh, this season because they—they've got to be. They they won the president's trophy the year before and then this year they then then this year they made it last year they made it all the way to the final round and then just to lose it. So I, I imagine they got they want to prove that they can that they can go the distance. Did the Bruins win the president's trophy last year? Yeah, no, so we won it last year, but Florida won it the year before and then they lost the first round. We lost we won the president's trophy last year and friggin' lost so everybody that wins the president's trophy is usually doomed. Because they they take so much during the regular season to to get that trophy that usually whoever's in first place at the end of the year almost never makes it to the finals or wins anyways. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, Florida's a tough team to play against. They did. I think they lost a couple key pieces, but did no. they keep Kachuk? Yeah, they signed. Oh, yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. I feel like that it's was right. the biggest piece that they added that helped them was Kachuk. Yeah, he signed a long-term deal with them when he came from Calgary. Yeah. He seemed to really like playing there. I think he, I think he found it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he got his eight for eight. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, that's that. That's my that's my my biggest concern, I guess, in the Atlantic Division would be Florida right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a little little surprised no one's brought up Pittsburgh at all, with Carlson heading over. I mean, if if they had confirmed that Yager was going to be there too, then I'd say they're a lock for the Stanley Cup. <laughs> that would have been something else. That would have been so cool. I would have definitely tried to buy a ticket to see that. Too. Yep, for his home game. 35 years. Yep. Yamir Yager. Because no be, how long did Gordy, Gordy Howe was in his 50s when he played? 50s. 54. Gordy came back to play in multiple decades. Yeah. He played in the yeah. 60s, I think, too. But I think it was like one game to play with the Suns. Yeah. Yeah, he played with them in the WHL. Yeah, right? 
Yeah. Or the World the World Hockey Association, the WHA or Yeah. I think Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh could be one of those dark horse teams. I mean, Sid, Malkin, Latang, adding Carlson, which I have my reservations about. Um Jari, I've heard, is supposed to be a good goalie, but maybe just hasn't panned <laughs> out yet. Um Jake Gensel is an amazing player, so yeah, I think Pittsburgh's pretty dangerous. Uh, I just feel like everyone's kind of written them out because Sid is towards the end of his career at this point. Yeah, and I mean they've been on decline for the last couple of years, but we all kind of you kind of know this is that year. Like we kind of knew it was that year for Boston last year. Last year, yeah, yeah, it's pretty it much it. This is their last shot at it, and about after that, it's pretty much over. Well, guys like Sydney and Bergeron, they only come along every, every so long. I mean, it's not you know you don't get to see it very often. Yeah. All right, Adam. Who are the Red Wings playing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even I'm not delusional enough to think the Red Wings are making the final. <laughs> Hey, man, the Blues made it. <laughs> the Blues were a good team, man. Nothing wrong with a good, healthy delusion, bud. Well, no, I think... I think uh, the final... I mean, uh, Josh stole my thunder with Edmonton because I think Edmonton's a lot better team now, especially the... I think the Ekholm trade last year is going to be what eventually puts them over the top because all of a sudden they have a guy who actually knows how to play defense. So... I think they're going to be dangerous out west. I mean, and I'm hoping that when we start the fantasy stuff, you guys gift me McDavid or Drysaddle again. That'd be a great third year. And then um, that was true. And then on the uh, on the East Coast, uh, I don't know. It's the the Eastern Conference is such a a cluster right now, where almost anybody could come out. I think. Uh, Florida does have a chance to kind of repeat what they did last year, but I don't think they do. I don't think a lot of the bubble teams like uh, Columbus, uh, Ottawa, or Buffalo stands a chance. I think it could finally be the year that Toronto decides they want to continue playing hockey instead of golf. So I, I think I, I'd be cool to see a Toronto-Edmonton final. That would be a lot of fun to watch. It would be almost no defense and a lot of goals scored, but it would be really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. I, I and, Can- and Canada would finally win a cup. <laughs> yeah, Canada would finally get their cup. That would be the only downside. <laughs> yeah, they shall awarded the Stanley Cup to the, to the country of the United States. <laughs> I, I really want to say that Toronto is going to be there, but, man, I just... I don't know if they. I think if they keep Nylander, they make it. If they if they ditch out on uh, on Nylander, I don't think they can, because I think he's as much as the talk goes to all their other top guns. I think he's their most valuable <laughs> guy of the big four. Yeah, if he actually plays hockey and doesn't just glide around the ice watching, he did. He was one of their best players in that playoff series. Yeah. In like the last three games of the series, <laughs> every year, <laughs> every year. I don't, I don't know. There's, <laughs> I still, I still stand by it. As much as uh, 
they got lucky that Matthews only took a little bit of a pay grade, a pay raise, which that money could have helped them elsewhere. But yeah. I don't know. I think they got to at some point figure out getting rid of Tavares. I think he's the guy in the big four that has to go for them to really succeed. Yeah, I could see that. I, I, my biggest question mark is their defense and their goaltending. Because in goaltending, they have Wall, who was pretty good for us in the playoffs when he had to play, Matt Murray, and Martin Jones. So... Did they not sign Samson off? Oh, they did. They did. Oh, because Murray's going to go on LTIR, and they have Samsonov. Yeah, but, so I think you, you go with Wool and Samsonov, and that's going to be pretty solid. As as bad as Wool played when we were in Toronto when he was with the Marlies, he'll be fine. You know, playing twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five games, and then Jones will pick up probably ten, fifteen games due to injury which he showed last year in Seattle that you can basically only trust him with about 15 games. So, you know, that's not a solid third guy to have. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I will wait and see. Uh, I am excited about the Leafs, but I think they're $8 million over the cap right now, so something's got to happen. Uh, but, but we'll see what happens come, come game There time. you go. Tavares to Chicago. There you go. That fills your captain spot, too. There you go. You guys are never allowed on this podcast again. (laughs) Josh, strike them from the list. Well, now now we get to Sabres jersey. You're the only one who didn't pick the Leafs. (laughs) Because every time I do, it's just terrible. I'm just they came on here and actually picked your team, and now you want to boot them? Yeah, because they wanted to send him to Chicago and make him the captain, when obviously we just need to bring Taves back for a couple seasons. That ain't going to happen. That's the right answer. This is done. True, this is like me being in too many fantasy leagues and having one guy on my team and playing against him at the same time. This is, <laughs> the, your, we, your, your web of, of teams is now coming to a problem. It's four teams. It's four teams. That's all I'm saying. As he says while wearing a Sabres jersey. I I can enjoy the jersey. It's McGillney. Be happy. Yeah, that's a throwback. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I also think that, uh, you know, all this is really fun to talk about because we're all really excited about the NHL, but it all goes out the window once the puck drops. And I feel like, especially when you get to the playoffs, it completely goes All bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Danielle and I do uh, like the playoff brackets every year, and without fail, they are drastically wrong every time. <laughs> no. Not not this year, but last year for my first round, every single team I predicted was going to go on, except the Bruins made it. I couldn't believe <laughs> it. I was so just. I'm like all the predictions. I'm like I'm, I'm like I wasn't even happy that I was like ninety percent right because the only team I wanted to win was already out. Hey man, I thought Toronto was a shoe in against Columbus, and they definitely <laughs> lost that in five games. So, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, oh, I feel your pain, dude. I don't know. Well, not quite because your team. Yeah. Anyways, 
<laughs> but I know what it's like. Trust me, I know what it's like to have a team that just makes just either doesn't make it to the playoffs, or when they do, they just. Every time we used to get to Montreal in the playoffs, we used to always lose. If we had to play Montreal, we could not get by them. And it took I don't know how many years. Man, to play in the I, I had my bets. I'm gonna I'm gonna like like six teams this year so that I have a much better chance of making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Three of mine are in the West. <laughs> Whatever. And, you guys are- and one of yours isn't gonna do crap this year. Except hopefully Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not looking good. Uh yeah. Uh so I guess last question for you guys. Uh Alex Ovechkin is seventy something goals away from catching Gretzky and surpassing him. I obviously I don't think he's gonna do it this season, but do you think next two year. Seasons? Oh yeah, definitely next year. Yeah, I don't know, man. We're we're still. You're still asking for for him to score an average of 35 goals. So you're saying he's probably going to need at least he did that already. Yeah, but we're saying he was over 35 this past season. Yeah, but every year he's getting older. Like, I mean, you never know. I if and guys are getting younger. The league's getting younger. I don't. I don't think he can. I think he needs to in third year to be able to do it. I just don't think he can do it in two. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he, he kind of sits in the same place and just scores. So maybe yeah. the NHL wants him to, to get the record. <laughs> Dude's automatic. Like he's just playing beer league out there. And if yeah, if the guys get younger and faster, then he just gets the puck more quicker and faster on his tape. Right. <laughs> Well, didn't Backstrom isn't he out this season? He was out. No, I think he's the last. He was out last year. He's okay. coming back this year. Okay, I think with Backstrom he can do it in two. They have. It's such- not Backstrom though. It's it's Kuznetsov, his new guy. Mm-hmm. Him and Kuznetsov tore it up. They've been tearing it up the last couple of years, and the they've got uh, the the good thing for Ovechkin is they've got some more offensive depth on the right side. So when he just hangs out on the left side, like I watched a highlight of it before where they were playing man-on-man on on Ovechkin only, and the guy took his eyes off Ovechkin for like two seconds, and the puck was in the back of the net because of the the, uh, Kuznetsov and company drew the play to the right side, and they just threw it right back to Ovechkin, and it was immediately in the net. Yeah. It's it is wild to see because it's the same motion every time, like it's the same spot on the ice. It's the same. It doesn't even feel like he's doing a full slap shot. It's just like he kind of swats at it and it just goes. Uh, <laughs> not. Um. With that being said, because how long has Ovi played in the NHL? Almost twenty. Oh, I mean, same draft as Sid. So oh, it's got to be oh two oh three oh four or something like that. Oh five maybe. That's crazy. He's he's been playing as almost as long as I've been alive. That is nuts. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, Corey. You're you're net. You now on mute. <laughs> <laughs> well, with so the longevity. I mean, and Ovi is a scoring machine. Do you think that a guy like McDavid can beat Ovechkin? I don't know about goal totals, but I think he could give money, uh, give a run for points for sure. You think he gets over nineteen hundred points? What's he at now with points? 
I think he could. Yeah. I mean, his pace is definitely up there, right? Yeah. He's yeah. A- what is his pace like on the on the all time scale at this point? His pace has got to be very high up there, especially during the career. Oh, I don't know. Know. McDavid point half a game points. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking point and a half a game. So point and a half a game, you're only asking for 1,200 games. 1,200 games is 1,800 points. Well, I mean, you know, it all depends on injuries. He's yeah, he's then, he's got the skills, and he's got he's got the skills, and he's got the ability. Um, it's just the, is the time there, and is the body there, and the Pepsi in his water bottle. <laughs> I mean, Ovi does Diet Coke. I mean, I'm sorry. What is it? Is it Coke or Pepsi? Ovechkin is Diet Coke. He puts Diet Coke in his water bottle, dude. Oh, my God. I could not drink soda. That's his thing. I love soda, but I could not drink it while playing hockey. So there's no calorie. I could drink Mountain Dew on the bench. Wayne Gretzky (laughs) would Really? Right, so I, I feel like Corey needs Mountain Dew and Tater Tots on the bench of every hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bet that's fine. Next time we next time we are at an event, I'll, I'll make, feed him. I'll, I'll make sure somebody takes a picture of me with both of them on the ice. <laughs> well, I I don't know. Nineteen hundred points is a lot of a lot of points to to get. I I think that goals. It, if McDavid keeps shooting the way he does, I think that maybe he gives a run on goals too. But again, like you guys said, it's longevity and body and all that fun stuff. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for the time and talking NHL and trash talking each other and not just the Leafs this time. I always appreciate that. Uh, but you know we always like having you guys on and, and hanging out and so thanks for being here and we'll, I'm sure we'll have you on for something else in the future and now Trent Tribble <laughs>